When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello! Welcome back to Ask Us Anything, where popular science answers all of your most bizarre, ungoogleable questions, from how to avoid the nastiest of hangovers to what a dinosaur would taste like. I'm your host, Assistant Editor Sarah Kylie Watson, and I'm Producer Jess Bodie. Sarah Kylie, welcome! Yay! I'm so excited to be here, yeah. and I'm super excited to delve into one of our more apocalyptic queries. Oh, I see. I see. That's a rather auspicious way to start your first AUA appearance. Yeah. Unfortunately, as pop size point person <laughs> for sustainability coverage, I've gotten pretty accustomed to talking about how the world could potentially end. But right. today's doomsday scenario is at least on the sillier side. Okay, well, cool. <laughs> well, it's definitely true. We've got plenty of more realistic and far more pressing issues here on planet Earth. There's one far-off disaster our readers just can't stop asking about. What if the sun just stopped burning? Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess it would not be a very fun time. Yeah, it most certainly would not be. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But before we get too into the nitty-gritty, let's remember that the sun has been doing its thing for more than 4.6 billion years, long before the 500 million years ago that our planet that had been swirled together by gravity to make the gigantic rock we live on. And according to all the evidence at our disposal, the sun will keep doing its thing for another 5 billion years or so. In other words, we don't have to worry about a solar system-wide cause of burnout anytime soon. But one day, the sun will, in fact, stop existing as we know it. So today, I'm going to give y'all a breakdown of our most reliable source of energy's inevitable decline. More on this after a short break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. to talk about the death of a star. To understand how the sun will die, we first got to understand how it lives. It's currently what astronomers call a yellow dwarf star, despite the fact that she comprises 99.8% of our entire solar system's mass and keeps everything from the tiniest speck of debris to giant planets in rotation around it. The sun is made up of two gases. A major chunk of that is hydrogen. We're talking more than 92% and the rest is helium. The core of the sun is so dense and hot, we're talking like 27 million degrees Fahrenheit, that hydrogen atoms lose their electrons and fuse with one another to make helium. That process releases a ton of energy and makes our sun the powerhouse that it is today. But all good things must come to an end. As we approach the sun's eighth billionth birthday, it will start to run out of its core reserves of hydrogen. Our hungry star won't go without a fight. It will start munching up the hydrogen in an outer shell, 
that's when we start to see big, I'm talking gigantic changes. Oh my goodness. So what happens after that? So basically our sun will now be a dead helium filled core surrounded by a shell of those powerful hydrogen reactions. Like red giants Arcturus and Aldebaran, it will go from white hot and condensed to a more expansive red hot object. This change transitions the sun from the cute, life-giving star we all know and love into a cooler red and bloated giant, swollen enough to swallow up and essentially vaporize Earth, Mercury, and Venus. But things on Earth will have been dicey for a while while leading up to this point. As soon as the sun stops munching up its core hydrogen, the increased brightness will likely dry up all of the water on Earth's surface and extinguish most forms of life. Other planets probably won't be loving the changes either. Increased brightness will knock out icy rings around Saturn, for instance. And eventually, the sun's growth spurt will eat up or knock every planet in the solar system out of orbit. Yeah, that's quite the transformation. Um, But will the sun stay like that forever? Well, this red giant makeover only gives the sun a billion or so bonus years of survival. This extra dose of hydrogen, after all, will eventually burn out as well. Then the sun has to switch to living on its ever-growing waste supply of helium. That's almost like swapping out a super healthy, well-balanced diet for fast food for every meal. Hydrogen is easy to consume and break down (laughs) efficiently, and helium... Well, just isn't. Fusing helium is more energy intensive for the sun, making it a less effective way to sustain the star. Swapping to helium will trigger a physical transition back to a somewhat normal-looking star. Astronomers call this transformation the helium flash. But all good things come at a cost. There can be a bit of a supply problem as well. In the wee moments of the helium flash, we're talking only mere minutes here, the sun eats up about 10% of the helium it's got. So not only are we chowing down on a less-than-healthy snack, we're biting off a huge chunk. Still, this flash rebuilds the star's core and gives it a less frighteningly large and red appearance. Right. Okay. So does that mean things just, like, go back to normal? Uh, not at all. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The sun's junk food phase will only last around 100 million years, and when that's over, it's a bloated mess all again. It will puff up reaching for any last scraps of helium or hydrogen in the vicinity. Soon enough, the sun will rip off its last layers and achieve its glowing final form, a planetary nebula, which will last for some 10,000 years. The colorful, glowing planetary nebula, which will be visible from 2 million light years away, will consist of a teensy, super-powered star called a white dwarf, surrounded by a halo of gas and the remnants of the planets that once were. This white dwarf star will probably be around the same size as our planet right now. A reminder of the sun's glory days billions of years prior. Eventually, the sun will cool off and turn into a black dwarf, a non-radiating ball of gas that's completely cooled off and used up all of its energy. At this point, it's well and truly dead. That's, like, so beautiful. (laughs) Like, what a life. (laughs) I know. It's wild. And uh, one funky fact about all of this is that the sun as we know it will probably live out its retirement in a completely different galaxy. Oh. Astronomers predict that our Milky Way and the Andromeda galaxy will collide some 4.5 billion years from now, merging to create something new over the course of billions of years. The sun will be dying in a massive galaxy that we can hardly imagine now. That's wild. Like, I cannot wrap my brain around that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thankfully, this isn't something any of us have to worry about in our lifetimes or the lifetimes of pretty much any life form that we can 
possibly picture in our heads. <laughs> right. Um, but for whoever may be watching a few galaxies in billions of years away, it'll be certainly quite a sight. Indeed. Well, thanks for talking us through this one, Sarah Kylie. My pleasure. Ask Us Anything is a popular science podcast. We're available on all major podcast platforms, so subscribe wherever you're listening now. And if you like what you hear, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps new friends find the show. Ask Us Anything is written, researched, and produced by all of our hosts. Audio production, engineering, and mixing is done by me, Jess Bodie. Big thanks to Grace Wade and Lauren Leffer for keeping our facts straight, Katie Belloff for designing our logo, and Billy Cadden for making our theme music. If you'd like to submit a question to ask us anything, shoot us an email at ask at popsci.com. Thanks for listening.